0: Consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face. I'm touching myself. Today. How can a woman possibly fight with this? There are two things I want to do I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, ah,
1: ah, ah, ah. ah! Valtrin Network.
0: What's up guys and welcome to the DC versus Marvel podcast where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Uz and I'm your regular DC fanboy and once again in the red corner uh, representing Marvel Comics is my boy Ed. How you doing man? Doing great. It's good isn't it? As always, <laughs> it's always, as always good.
1: Always good. Always good. I woke up this morning. <laughs> yeah. I didn't die. That's good enough.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, that is that seems to be that seems to be the the level nowadays. Isn't yeah, there's it? not like, much else in this I world to look forward die Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is the thing, man. Yeah, I just I survived the next day. We're going back to like caveman times, so yeah. where it. just like, I I, I woke Low up, and I wasn't, I didn't wake up dead. <laughs> exactly, exactly, didn't wake up dead, man. So yeah, um so guys we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today um we've got some spider-man based spider-man universe kind of stuff boba fett peacemaker uh some batman stuff there some david goya and also um We've got uh, a, one of our insiders who has seen the Batman, who gave us some information before about Justice League, who uh, we had the opportunity to ask a few questions about the Batman. As well. So We're talking about that as yeah. well. Non-spoiler, obviously. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, so guys. Not, you can listen. We're to not it, gonna, we'll... we're not gonna do. It. We didn't want to, we didn't want to spoil it, spoil it for ourselves there, uh, there either, man. So, um, in in the news this week, we'll just briefly go through this, right? um the, <laughs> the there's so much weird stuff that is going on at the moment in the news, right, like you know just generally um the when I read this thing, I was thinking, okay, is this April Fools because this is this is the most nuttiest thing i've ever seen in my life um and it's basically the new Justice League comic, so have you heard about the new justice League comic what oh were they killing off
1: the big three the Trinity
0: no. No, no, so there's a new Justice League comic and it's called the Jurassic League what? right and it is basically is basically is basically um uh, Superman is like you know same origin as Superman right but obviously they're they're messing up the timelines a bit because mm. you know there's you know we know like ancient history is is very uh kind of spaced apart here by hundreds of millions of years but uh you basically got uh Superman, he lands and you know he's raised by a family, but he, he's raised by a family of cave people, right? <laughs> and, but but he's a he's a baby brachiosaurus, right? He's a baby baby what? brachiosaurus. They're actually actual dinosaurs. Batman, and actual, yeah, and Batman is a Allosaurus, and and Wonder Woman is a triceratops. <laughs> 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 and the, the, the <laughs> And the jo- the Joker's of Velociraptor, right? <laughs> Seriously, dude, it's called Jurassic League, man. Honestly, you got you got to check it out. Oh. An absolute comedy, man. Oh. So
1: I was at yeah. first going to be like, <laughs> so that's an interesting what if type story that they're just still humans, but in that time period, and maybe like I don't know, Vandal Savage or somebody's their big nemesis they have to go up against. <laughs> but for them to actually be dinosaurs, come on, go away. Who wants that? Legit,
0: legit oh, dinosaurs, man. This is the thing, like, sometimes when I think, man, I've got some crazy ideas about stuff, there's always somebody has got an even oh. more bizarre, whacked out uh, story there, basically. So, yeah, it is, it is absolutely, absolutely mad, man. Another another weird news, sticking with DC, um, have you read the interview with David Goya um, this week at all? What's he saying now? David Goya, who wrote, um, who wrote BVS and Man of Steel, co-wrote BVS, uh, and and wrote Man of Steel. He basically had an interview, uh, with, um, I think it's Entertainment Weekly or Variety, basically about his entire filmography, going, you know, basically all the way back to like the Blade days and stuff like that. And you know, he he was he was talking about. They asked him, like, did you have? because they were kind of asking about the matrix right and saying like you know in the matrix it seems like there's some crazy kind of references to um the way that warner brothers have kind of our stuff did warner brothers have any request there of you right and you know sometimes we talk about stuff and it's like it's like you know we kind of think these executives are dumb right and they don't know their subjects or anything like that yeah. this is the level of dumb these executives are <laughs> okay. right so one. so so basically david goyer um he taught he, obviously they had the whole script and they came back and these executives came back to him and said look you need to change the script and he's like what what part of it what do i need to change right is this one man still yeah yeah so he's like he's like oh they're like oh basically the bit where the um where superman's ship has basically come and it you know it gets destroyed right because mm-hmm. you know you can't have a ship getting destroyed how is superman going to get back to krypton right <laughs> And it's like, oh, the first thirty minutes of the film, Krypton gets destroyed. So how? how <laughs> this is the this is the level of of people that you're pitching to.
1: <laughs> like, you know, I, I can understand if they're just executives, they don't read the comics so they don't know that aspect of it. But they must have seen the old school Donna films at some point in their lives to so know the basic story of the thing. Like,
0: what the what well, they. They read the script. In the script it says in the first thirty minutes, like, you know, that crypto gets man. destroyed, right? It's like how oh my goodness. That that is actually like it it that actually like intrigues me because I kind of think there actual through. people. Yeah. But there must be people who are actually watching the film and not realizing that that was Krypton at the start or whatever that was getting destroyed, they're just thinking this random planet's getting destroyed and like Superman gets you know whatever. Or they might have just thought it didn't get destroyed. They're just the, a volcano went off or something
1: like that. No, at the I mean? beginning I said I was feeling good. <laughs> now you depressing me now. Just the, the stupidity of human race. It's just, <laughs> it's it's just too much. It must It's it's, the, it's, the, it's
0: incredible, incredible levels, man. So um, moving on from that. Uh, me and ash were having a conversation there today about uh why why um certain like you know certain kind of properties and stuff actually get pushed forwards right and we've had sony basically have come out and said uh that they're pushing forwards a madame web um film right which is quite funny because you know madame web is uh, is blind right so so, so all woman. of the news an old woman, yeah. And basically, all of the news articles of this have got. Um, I think her name's Dakota. I don't know her surname. It's not Fanning. It's the other Johnson. One. Dakota Johnson, yeah. and she was in. Um, she was in those films, wasn't she? Fifty Shades of Grey. So all of those, all of the news articles show her with a blindfold blind <laughs> on. <border. laughs> from one of those films
1: well done well done
0: (laughs) they're all using they're all using that to show like oh she can move over to madame web because she's basically got the same oh god it's just hilarious um
1: so are you would you look forward to madame web film not massively familiar on madame web i remember that she is an a blind old woman that uses tech to kind of emulate spider-like Uh, abilities like electronic webs and shit but it makes why? I don't even think she's a hero if I remember right anytime I've seen her she was a villain so what the out of all the characters they could bring first to live action they've still got Silver Sable sitting around doing nothing they've still got you know Spider Gwen even Black Cat yeah Black Cat and they probably have the rights to do a Spider Woman as well that's one of those in the Mm. middle characters I guess why Madame Webb? What, what, what
0: they seem to want them? to do like a bring all the villains in and then kind of work it around them so like obviously they had venom they got morbius madame web yeah, uh you know craven all,
1: they're turning them all into heroes like who exactly. is spider-man going to fight if you make all the exactly. villains heroes
0: Can you can you remember in that um the only thing i don't know anything about madame web apart from can you remember in that 90s Spider-Man animated Mm. when they had Madame Web and the Beyonder and they basically called uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Man had to basically get the heroes that he wanted to kind of join him to go and fight against uh you know the the bad guys like the green goblin and, and stuff like that There basically and he called on iron man and storm and wolverine and somebody else um and basically like that was like the most craziest episode ever because <laughs> yeah, it's you know he's kind of yeah. kind of he kind of called upon all these like characters and stuff and i'm just thinking that's the only good thing that i can ever remember about about this character and obviously there's no way in hell that they're gonna have storm wolverine yeah. and iron man yeah. actually yeah. turning oh. up so it's like why would they why would that even bother man uh, it kind of worries me because i kind of think to myself okay fine they went for a sinister sixth idea let's you know even let's chuck in morbius into Sinus 7 or something you know but but then you got Madame Webb It's kind of like okay what's the plan here you're just going to throw <laughs> random characters at
1: us and just say like you know I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I feel like they've got a board somewhere in their offices whoever's in charge of this the Spider-Man properties and it just has all like playing cards of all the characters that they have the rights to and someone's <laughs> just throwing a dart at this board and saying oh okay that one Morbius. Let's make a film about this guy. Who is it? Doesn't matter. The dart hit him. It's just they—they they have no plan. They're just making it up as they go along, just throwing these characters together, and they'll figure it out down the road.
0: Yeah. What's an Amy Pascal like? I want to have this universe of like you know, all, basically like female characters and female villains and stuff like that. And I kind of think she's trying to you know bring that in, yeah. kind of like maybe by the back door or something. And it's just like right now we've got a success with you know the third spider-man let's jump off
1: that let's have these other bits you know that's the Morbius. double-edged sword that's the double-edged sword the success of uh <laughs> spider-man no way home is that so when he got all confident they probably think yeah we don't need marvel for this we yeah. got it now we get it now we can do this i'm starting to get a bit
0: disappointed by some of the fans and stuff because i i do like going on a lot of these forums and things man it's kind of like every single time now i see something of a film it's not like what the film's going to be like all the rumors are like there's this cameo there's that cameo whatever and people just mm-hmm. get like yeah amazing we got it's like dude you got to kind of like lay low on the cameos and then really hit us with it on like a on like a big film so it makes more impact you know what i mean yeah. if they start doing it for every single film which i don't think they're going to do but obviously fans yeah. kind of want it um you know i think you're just it's just gonna lose its you know its sparkle kind of thing you know well, i mean the problem so, is
1: whoever they have on the crew needs to learn to keep their mouth shut and stop spoiling these things like even though we love it because we get to talk about it <laughs> but still it, it, that's part of what kind of kills the fun of it and the surprise of it when you know you know it you see it coming from like six months to a year before it actually happens. yeah yeah
0: Well, that's the thing, because, like, you know, all the stuff in Spider-Man, they had... Like uh, you know, blue pictures of them in front of blue screen, like yeah. literally like six months before, and obviously they had to deny it from then, um, and it still had a big impact there in the film. But somebody was taking photos on set of them in front of a blue screen, which is kind of messed up to that, be honest. And the effects um, guys, you know know of their monitors
1: as well. Yeah, of just...
0: course, yeah, the effects guys there as well. So yeah, it's just um, d- just just a bit of a weird one. So we'll put that on kind of the back burner kind of thing, I guess. I, I guess that kind of
1: relies on what
0: Morbius is going to be like, to yeah. be honest. I don't uh, mind see,
1: like, what picking up the Corda Johnson, because I, th- I think she's a good actress. It would be good for her to do something, but I think this could end up being a waste of uh, her, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a young Madame Webb coming up in the ranks until, until even... she becomes like old and bitter. And, you know,
1: like... Yeah, they got to completely change her abilities, everything. Like, I don't know what this one's going to be if you have. well yeah never. yeah yeah exactly so how exactly. long have we been Isn't... hearing about the silver sable black cat film which i don't think silver and black yeah that's the
0: yeah. guy kind of, and craven the hunter which apparently Aaron <laughs> taylor johnson was kind oh. of you know has in this like what's going on there man? i never i never get these things where it's like kind of okay you know there are um there are plenty of people who are like good actors But also at the same time, like you know, when you watch an animated or something, it's like Mm -hmm. there isn't that much of a of you know uh, of a difference when obviously the voice actors are kind of like acting and stuff like that. There, I think Craven the Hunter is meant to be like this huge Siberian dude that you're basically meant to crap this off about. He wears literally like an actual bear. Skin like on his flipping shoulder. Sometimes a bear, You're sometimes to... a
1: cheetah or a lion. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like... You better literally be scared of this dude because he is just like, he could just hunt anything the pretty much. Ultimate you know, I mean, peak so. human.
1: Yeah. It's like, it makes you think that their meetings, they must be like, okay, who's done a superhero film before? And Aaron Taylor Johnson's name came out for some reason, probably Kick Ass and The Avengers. Mm. They probably didn't even think of The Avengers because they obviously just aren't thinking full stop, yeah. the fact that all kinda, <laughs> oh, it's all kind of systemless, jeez yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly so yeah, we'll see what Morbius is like and then obviously then we can make a decision on uh, Madame Webb um, let's keep with uh, with Disney there for the moment and uh, the book of Boba Fett, what episode is this? episode six. 5 or 6? episode 6, six. So, um... so episode 5 we left with being like, okay, where's Boba? and episode
1: six well, they've hit the the formula now in order to make book of <laughs> boba fett good you just don't put boba fett in it no more than like uh, two seconds or something which he was oh, on the screen <laughs> how does the actor <laughs> feel about this oh, <laughs> to, turn, goodness to read the script for the, the the new episode they're shooting and to not be in it or to be there for two minutes yeah I so
0: i don't i do you, um i don't know if you watch like um you know uh, like cricket or anything, probably not. You probably hate it, right? Because you know uh, you uh, want those uh, things. That you ever it's want to watch. But well, what they do is they have this thing on there, and they have like you know win meter or whatever. And basically, it's like a percentage kind of likelihood of of one person winning over another, and it can it can kind of change as it goes along. So I think my personal win meter of Luke coming to meet Boba Fett right it's, it's now going higher and higher right because when i said that the last time mm. we were like mm, but i'm thinking now like so what an amazing story though right that great episode, great episode. great episode we also had um the the fact that uh we saw in mandalorian there before like the effects on on luke what basically what they've done is is that they'd they got an actor and did the standard kind of, um, you know, little white dots on the face and stuff yeah. and animated it. And then this dude on YouTube basically yep. went and did a deep fake, right? And, and they went to him and were gave, like, you want a job? gave him mate? a job.
1: Yeah, off of <laughs> right. the deep fakes, especially the one where he fixed, where he took, he took the photos from Mandalorian. Then he did it his way with deep fake technology and it looked way better. And ILM gave him a job. Is ILM actually the ones doing the effects for this, though?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, didn't, I didn't from. read it. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So, so now, if you saw it, how much better, better. did this look? Um, they, they, this technology is still. I don't think one hundred percent there because there's certain times when they cut away when he's making dialogue because I think maybe yeah. it didn't some quite look limps, right or they couldn't.
1: Some of the limp sync wasn't there. Like you could nitpick. Like there are moments where it just looks amazing, and then all yeah. the other moments where it just looked like really head like they don't didn't really i don't know whether it's because they didn't really animate the model of the face or just the actor who it's all rigged on you know wasn't really doing any too much expressions in his face he just didn't want mm. to move too much not to make it too difficult so but still the the leaps and bounds from one year ago from the mandalorian to now is is, is crazy so a year from now two years so mm. who needs access Ooh, this alive, is I've the seen. thing
0: i think they're kind of it seems to me like what they're doing is they're really trying to make us believe that the sequels were good. Right. Because, because what I, what I could kind of see from this is like um, I think Luke is going to change the way that the Jedi order is. So, you know, before they had no attachments and all this kind of stuff. Um, And I think, he's going to change the way that it's basically like yeah you can have attachments you know uh you've basically got to skirt on the light side and the dark side but basically fall on the light side and stuff and that's all gonna get us as we go further along going towards what we end up with uh with ben solo as in like you know he's got his attachments but also like you know like skirts on the light and the dark side, and you know, yeah. And we um, saw
1: the Jedi Temple, which he ends up mm. destroying as well, being built. Yeah, that was a cool yeah. thing. Like, this episode basically linked everything together. Like, even though we've already got references to like uh, Clone Wars with Ahsoka, but still seeing Cad Bane turn up in oh, live action was like, what the fuck. <laughs> exactly you know you got the prequel stuff and it's just it's all kind of just all brought together i love it yeah
0: everything's gonna uh, yeah everything seems like it's really kind of going there together and like it makes sense now why he's got that naboo starfighter and that um the woman who is making it the engineer she's like Yeah. yeah i'm gonna keep that seat for the uh you know for the droid in because he says to, at some point, like, you know, let's get rid of this bit. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll, we'll keep it. Because yeah. obviously, Grogu's going to go oh, in there now, isn't yeah. he? That's his little little kind of thing where he's going gonna...
1: to... admit, there was a part of me that was like, I'm kind of, yeah, how long, how much will, how much life can they get out of the whole thing of him and Grogu rolling together? But I guess it looks like it's too much of a cash cow. The merchandise they sell of Grogu, so you can't really get rid of that character. So it's yeah, be, uh, <laughs> back back together again. That is the thing. grog and, Gro- and Grog is learning now, right? He's learning the ability
0: with the sports and stuff. Yeah. And you know, like uh yeah, it's quite it's quite jokes. It's quite it's it's interesting to see because you know, the thing is like a lot of people who are gonna be watching this have kids or have had young kids or whatever and are gonna be like watching it as a family and stuff, mm. and kinda like seeing this little toddler. Well, he's not really a toddler, he's fifty years old, but in his his species, his little little kid, but basically like you know falling over and you know not being able to do stuff and things like that, and sticking uh, everything in his mouth munching said, these exactly <laughs> eating eating these uh, eating these frogs and stuff like that, luke's showing a little bit of humor there as well, like not getting kind of like you know totally annoyed at grogu by eating the frog he 's actually like yeah. you know just like
1: lifting the frogs out of the did, out of the thing and stuff did you hear how they did their voice as well, his voice how did they do it? Basically, it's like the audio version of deepfakes. Is a company oh, that okay. takes audio. They just compile all this audio of him when he was young, not just from mm. Star Wars, but whatever interviews, other mm. films he did when he was young. And the old, um, uh, the, him did all the dialogue, but they then match it with all this young stuff, and the AI, the AI compiles it with the young mm. vocal samples that it has to create this sort of younger version of the voice of him talking so it's all just it's kind of scary wow. really like you- it is,
0: that is scary because what's going to happen there in the future I feel sorry for like my kids and their cranking oh. and stuff because if somebody doesn't like you it will suddenly be like, oh, we got a video of this guy beating up a homeless guy or something like that, or like, or like this guy cheated on his wife with like yeah. this, and we got video to prove it, it? right? It's like no, oh, was... here's here's phone calls, it's like exactly like literally. literally, you can't exactly don't, like a like a you know a video of old man Putin coming on just all the screens in the world <laughs> yeah. like, oh we're gonna you know just, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna bomb everybody
1: you know North Korea doing that shit with Kim Jong-il man oh, oh nice. yeah, yeah he's gonna be living for like a hundred
0: <laughs> that, dude, that, that dude's actually lost a ton of weight recently yeah, there as well sure. so so people, people calling him stud stud stud, stud jogging because he's yeah. lost so much weight man yeah so So overall, very good episode. Um, Do you know what the thing is? They show Bobber, but he doesn't even speak in this episode. He just stands there, like, and and he stands there, not even as the main guy because um because frenic shand is the one who says everything and he's literally just standing there like this and it's like dude there's nothing to show that you're the leader of these people man Mm. you should at least be like sitting on a throne or something while people like discussing the stuff and like you know it's it's just there's no there's no kind of thing to make me think oh this is the leader this is the top guy there you know it's like
1: they did four episodes of just pure boba and then they decided, you know, well, the arcs around the <laughs> tables, the floor you and you, everyone, like, is everyone bored of this? Can we just change you back to Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah, okay, now it's a Mandalorian show. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: crazy. it's mad, it's mad. They obviously had a plan of, of stuff that they wanted to, because there's a lot of rumours, like, you know, that, um, that they're going to bring, like, um, Han Solo and Leia into stuff, and things like that as well. There's been a
1: lot of rumours about, not in this, but in, like, future yeah, series and I things. definitely see, uh, there you are. Um, I'd be surprised about Harrison Ford, though, because he always seemed like because they still kind of need the, some level of cooperation with, hmm. you know, the original actors. So he always seemed like he's just over it all now. He just doesn't give a damn. Yeah. Like, if it was Indiana Jones or something, he'd be like, right for it. But with this, who knows? He may just be like, who cares? How much are you going to pay me? Fine. Yeah. Pay him for his lightness and tell him to go away. Yeah. You don't need him
0: anymore. Sure. Get that guy, um uh, yeah, Goober, yeah, yeah. whatever his name is, to do the voice. Yeah. and that, that's it when well, you're perfect. done, you know what I mean? That's it. You don't need don't even need him there, man. So um, so yeah, so it, it seems like we're all going towards um this, you know, this this big kind of you know battle and stuff like that there. Um, we end up seeing because um, because you know Cobb Vanth is quite a cool guy, right? He's like a he's basically like somebody that like i would want to be if i was living like this you know the sheriff basically yeah, like yeah, I would, yeah, you know, yeah. I would, just love to walk around being a badass
1: like surprised you know how many people like, were really because watching some reactions online of people hmm. like combinations how many people were really upset like I, i've been pretty ambivalent yeah. about him to be honest like you know yeah he's he's all right looking crazy just, skinny but uh, yeah whatever but people like, just, oh no please don't kill him please i don't think he's dead by the way no, no, no. He only got no well, he's like not
0: dead. Show. The other guy's dead. The deputy's definitely, dead. Definitely. Yeah, he got about like, five uh, <laughs> shots in his chest. He ain't <laughs> yeah, he was just a standard red shirt, yeah. uh, Star Trek red shirt. He just got shot like an idiot, man. So yeah, um, I, I mean. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he's gonna obviously come back, he's gonna bring his crew, yeah. he's gonna have Bobber's lot, he's gonna have Super Warrens. gonna have uh, Machete on the on the, on, yeah. <laughs> on the <cover. laughs> you know, all these people coming yeah. it. So it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a big uh, big thing that is going on. Fighting these like basically these villains who all look exactly the same and it's
1: completely nondescript, yeah. like every single Hollywood uh, thing you could yeah. ever think of, right? But so any big big character's gonna die It has a cad bane now because you know he has to jump into it No, they brought him through bobber <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah, they've yeah. ruined his character enough man just let him die in peace that's, that's what i feel he has to
0: he has to die doing something ridiculously heroic
1: that's the only way it... yeah. it's the only
0: way you can save him now is like you know he has to he has to do that because he can't i do you know what i I look at him and I just think, what makes me want to follow you? You know what I mean. Think about the entrance of, you know, uh, of the what he they made when they basically him and Fennec came into that area before Book of Boba Fett even existed. And him and, him and Fennec came into there and they shot the, um, I can't remember the guy's name in with the bloody little snake thing going around his neck and stuff. Who took over oh, from yeah, Jabba. Yeah, yeah. And, and all the henchmen, they just killed them all. And he just went and sat on the throne and just got his bottle of whatever it was. And it's just like, that was so cool. Yeah, it's like, damn. what have you done now? No. It's, Jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, he was more than happy to like just murder that dude. Dude. and then after that it's like just he's just like oh i'm not gonna kill anybody i've got a no conscious. kill rule <laughs> i've got no kill rule now so um let's um let's move back to dc now a couple of dc uh tv um things and um peacemaker this is episode six <laughs> as well i think isn't it I think so yeah what a hilarious and awesome oh, episode man. man and not only that John Cena can play the piano How
1: Yeah, I, mean, I thought his fingers would be way too roided out
0: to be able to press those keys <laughs> too, too roided man. out exactly you see like half the wrestlers, they've got like no knees left no back the necks are destroyed like arthritis everywhere it's like this dude's like deft on the piano yeah you know I, I mean?
1: think this guy may legitimately be like a, a butterfly in real life like something because you know we can also speak Mandarin as well remember that he yeah, had to give China. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he ignored, how dare he had that? He ignored if Taiwan was a country. He's just apologising in fluent Mandarin. Like, what the hell?
0: He <laughs> just he might be, he might actually be a bit like um, Sylvester Stallone. So you know, Sylvester Stallone has got like a genius level IQ. He's got like 160 or something IQ like or something like that. Him and him and Sharon Stone have got the highest IQs in Hollywood they're like like genius level like literally genius level right and um and it's, but it's bizarre. which is bizarre but then when you hear him speak because obviously when, he had a stroke when he was when he when he was a lot younger you just think like oh this guy's a dumbass. you know i mean he makes these dumbass films, whatever but he is a
1: legit genius
0: like genius level.
1: better movies like he started <laughs> no, good really. he started really good for like the first decade or so but then mm. he just kind of devolved into some bullshit so so that's the thing you kind of think okay well this
0: you know um this guy john cena might actually be kind of like that where he's he's legit genius level genius level iq you say he's a genius i say he's a butterfly agent he's a butterfly he's a butterfly agent dude i i can't understand the plot now i've i've actually lost it because i'm kind of thinking okay basically like okay there's but because i i don't know i must have missed something there before because there was that guy who was the head of the police he basically was the inside man or whatever yeah for some reason i thought that dude is a butterfly i don't so know why that.
1: so did I. it didn't right? make any sense but for then... him not to be because he's the way he acts like a robot mm. the way he just seems to kill everybody so what was his, was he just an assassin just had what was
0: the yes yeah, yeah and then a butterfly enters him it's like mm what so bizarre um so basically we, we obviously we see in this like uh you know the team um they've now kind of let the white the white dragon oh my god i shouldn't laugh at this guy's jokes <laughs> yet because they're so wrong but i don't know they've like they've just like made him just like absolute just like a piece of crap guy right yeah. uh you know full-on like nazi like you know god but he's knife. just exactly literally like you know the the head of the nazis basically and it's like um they have this thing where uh you know they they kind of have to let him free and then they realize okay well actually peacemaker is the guy who's kind of behind everything um so uh the police go and they try and find <laughs> peacemaker basically go to his his
1: crappy like um you're know, me, you me now of the scene of them running and just eagerly just taking out. Oh, that was the maddest. That was the maddest was thing so ever, cool, man. That was so cool. <laughs> it
0: was like it was like you could hear him. You suddenly hear him and then he just, just banged like that. Because these eagles can drop at like 150 miles an hour, you know what I mean? So man. he was literally just tearing it up, man. Oh Eagerly God. killed it. Poking like, out tearing. their faces. It was mad. <laughs> it was awesome. te- te- check this out, though. Okay, so he's meant to be a wanted felon right from the start he's a wanted felon they don't know where he is whatever right but the dude shows up to do a show and tell <laughs> and this oh, yeah. at <laughs> this at guy's at his at the janitor's kids school. school right and that is just hilarious man as a dc fan i was just cracking up throughout the entire thing man like yeah do you know the flash oh no he's a douchebag like everybody else that meets him that you know calls him a douche or whatever oh yeah do you want to, do you, do you know wonder woman yeah she to me from the other side of the room it's like <laughs> me. this is like some wrong exchanges man seriously so and then he gets vexed because basically they're like, "Oh, do you have like a do you have like a villains gallery?" And he's like, he's like, no, like that, and just like so <laughs> annoyed because he's basically got nobody apart from
1: Kite Man who he just to- he just keeps going about Kite Man <laughs> just love Kite Man.
0: He I wish they brought
1: please kite I kite really hope
0: bring it yeah i really hope they bring it because it's like you know oh yeah kite man was like the he's like the most craziest villain I, you know yeah, of all time it's like me kite man is not the craziest villain of all time he's like the most pathetic like, literally the most pathetic guy out there so yeah his claim to fame is literally that he caught and the thing is if you think about it right Him and Vigilante were obviously going around and, like, you know, killing so called bad guys, but also. Crap, Tom loads people, of collateral yeah. damage, <laughs> which is why he ended up in in you know in Bell Reef, basically, right? <laughs> but his his claim to fame amongst all those people like you know Bloodsport, who basically Blood Bloodsport shot Superman and put
1: him in the ICU, <laughs> this dude took down Kite Man. <laughs> you know God, what man. I mean? Which one kid pointed out probably wasn't even his doing because he exactly. every stole was so heavy that a kite couldn't carry that weight. <laughs>
0: exactly 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 the kid was kids just like you know just figured it out straight away about which is so hilarious so yeah it's and he's like he looks like such a goon man like standing there with his helmet on and stuff like in front of these kids like looks <sighs> like such an idiot man but yeah um so yeah he's he's obviously loving it doing the show and tell and stuff vigilante Awesome again, just as an absolute idiot, like psycho S- idiot, just, basically.
1: Psycho is the word. <laughs> Scary.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like he could have quite easily, when they're trying to escape the um uh, the trailer, just like climbed up there and then handed him the glass jar first, and they climbed up, This dude's duct taping the bloody idiot. butterfly to himself. I see that. As soon <laughs> as
1: they started doing, I figured, oh, he's
0: gonna drop on that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> exactly man and then obviously the butterfly goes into uh the um the policewoman. uh that's the detective is kind of leading yeah, it yeah. that's a shame we, that's, a, that's a shame, and, that's a shame. And, yeah and we end up with like s- this scene that i thought was the coolest thing ever with these little kind cut- which is almost something out of uh imagine like a really crazy version of men in black where you yeah, got all these the little kind of ships <laughs> and, and and all these butterflies just appear and she's being followed followed by these butterflies and they're all just going into people and stuff like that uh, it's just mad like literally just
1: like the entire do, police force is like butterflies do now. you think that police officer the the big one in charge that was on mer's side was a butterfly someone who's on this side and what we have now, or what we'll find out next week, is that these two different butterflies are in his, like, fighting over control of him in his head. Mm. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't know, man, because
0: it's, it's weird. Like, all the butterflies that we've seen so far are that blue, blue-glow butterfly, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of this, I was so confused. I was thinking, are they going to make it that the that the nazis are like the good guys oh my god <laughs> are they're
1: gonna be fighting, fighting with them again no yeah, he's gone, against, can't do that he's smart I, he like, I was
0: like he can't like it's like basically no like way. who do you root for do you root for the buff? or because because they're, they're clearly going to be fighting like against each other obviously no. he's gonna i think they're all just going to be going against peacemaker that's like the main mm, thing basically yeah. like you know so uh, Rob Patrick basically puts on his his like you know his, his white dragon suit and stuff like that. And It's like then these guys are literal like full on like they're all wearing their white hoods and stuff. And it's like my goodness, man, um, it's enough. yeah, just so so wrong, man. It's, and that's you know uh, he's got that like underground in his you know in his uh, thing. Like, isn't the um, isn't the one the heads of the Klu Klux Klan called a dragon or something?
1: yeah supreme dragon and yeah know, <laughs> something era, something imagine. like that so, yeah, so that white dragon
0: makes sense actually Not exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so they've, they've got like two episodes left of this peacemaker right um and obviously it's going to be the culmination i think is going to be Joe. i would just love it if kite man comes to help out <laughs> or something like that yeah, I mean <laughs> it would it just be yeah, there like basically like they're they're surrounded and then he <laughs> the kite flies in Bullshit. and just picks him up
1: and they fly <laughs> off on this kite or something
0: it would just be, oh my goodness me man this this show has you know surprised me at how like you know uh, hilarious it's been uh, i didn't honestly didn't expect it to be this kind of bizarre and weird, and just mm. like you know um. It's like uh, the thing. The thing is, is like compare it to say something like Doom Patrol, which is weird as anything. Doom Patrol is like crazy odd, but it's not actually done in the way to kind of make you laugh at it. It's just like this is weird. Like mm. you know, what do you what do you think about it? You know, um, so with this, it's actually like full on. Like this potentially could actually happen. You know, yeah, it's a lot a, more you know... grounded.
1: What's mad is yeah. that we can see that it's not a crazily budgeted show they don't do anything which is like you know out like like what we see sometimes with the star wars shows where you just think you can't believe it this is tv some of the stuff that they're doing like with luke yeah. this uh, the budget for peacemaker can't be that much more than Mm. what they spend on some of the cw shows yet look at the difference in the quality when you give a shit or you have competence Mm -hmm. ability like it's just crazy (laughs) They, they should feel like shit the people at warner B- wcw must just look at themselves in the mirror and feel like yeah of what they make they Seriously. should be
0: they should be and we'll be coming to that there a bit later on um so th- so don't worry about that um however one show on cw which i don't know whether it's just on cw just for the fact of being on cw and actually has nothing to do with cw uh, superman and lois um, saw episode 5 there I think this was four? Um, 4 actually yeah this is episode 4 Um, and yeah once again obviously seeing uh, Bizarro um, yeah. seems to be a very kind of um, strange connection between him and Bizarro I kind of thought this is more like a, a filler episode I didn't really think there was a lot that kind of happened in there yeah. I, I, I'm
1: starting you know. to feel like I'm seeing some of the strings now a little bit with this show like now i always how i've always said with cw it can start good it can look amazing but the further the longer the show lasts the less care they seem to put into it and not Mm. that this was like a sudden massive drop or anything but little little things that like bizarro whose makeup looks like it's basically talcum powder and flat marker basically seems to comprise of what that makeup is. It seems like they're starting to cut a few corners here and there where I'm mm. starting to feel like, oh. and they're focusing so much more on the melodrama of, you know, the the, the sisters in the cult and the kids and their bullshit, and I think, I don't know. I don't know. Do
0: you think I'm they're focusing worried. more
1: on that because they don't have the budget to do, it's <laughs> to looking the like stuff. the budget's getting cut a little, yeah. So they're trying to just find other things, but just yeah. cut the show by fifteen minutes. Then I'll be fine with it being fifteen minutes sure So I don't have yeah. to deal with the sister being in a cult. I don't care about that. I don't want to yeah. see that.
0: I think they're kind of thinking, okay, Superman and Lois. So we have to put loads more Lois stuff into this. um But Something. yeah, I couldn't care less about about who that person is. Mm. You know, you know what what the cult is or whatever. Um, You know, I'm kind of I want to see. You know, who's behind, you know, the um bizarro. Right? I want to yeah. see, is it Lex? Is it, you know, knowing this show it's probably gonna be Lex's sister, like, you know, like <laughs> you know, um, it's gonna be Lex's sister and it's gonna be like, yeah, you know, um, but this is the thing, like I, I think you're I think you're right. Like, how much legs can this show have? Because once you're getting past this kind of level and it's kind of like, okay, we've got um, you know. We've got bizarro now. Okay, where are you gonna go? Lobo, brainiac, you know, uh Mm. doomsday, uh, dark side, you know, how how much budget are you gonna have to bring those kind of things there, basically, and have those kind of things going on? Um, probably not probably not a great deal. And you can see obviously once it gets to those kind of levels, um, that you know, they can they can do things with camera tricks and stuff like that. But, after a while, um, it gets a little bit, yeah, and it's kind of like they like the main fight, they went to um uh, the salt flats in yeah. Bolivia, right, because there's nothing there, right it's just salt flats, right, so you don't have to draw in any mountains or any, yeah. you know anything like that. It's literally just a shimmering surface behind you, and just salt, basically, and the nice two main characters fighting nice each other. Easy. So very easy for the for the people who are doing it, man. Is that's the thing? Like, th- I mean, if they wanted to do it, they could go. You know, they could go slave labor levels and get somebody in somebody in in Hong Kong to do it for like probably half, half the price. Yeah, you know, the CGI right. kind of missions. You know, so um, so that's that's the thing. But um, but yeah, it's the story is okay, but it's kind of like this to me seemed like much of a filler episode because yeah. I didn't see it go much further. I was like, how much further is this actually going um, apart from the fact that, you know, it seems like uh, the kid with the powers obviously is, um, uh, you know, is being trained now by General Lane. So yeah, obviously he's in gonna, secret, gonna... so what could go wrong? that ain't gonna blow up in anyone's face (laughs) exactly exactly and you and do you know what you're you're so right about the junkiness because do you know they made his pupils dilate and everything right (laughs) it's like it's like that is jokes they actually made his pupils dilate like a full-on junkie right (laughs) when he's taking this stuff and he he literally has got like um uh what's it called thundercat sight beyond sight right he can can like he can like see like you know far ahead and you know his passes and now super accurate and stuff, and he is definitely going to get addicted to this stuff there as well. And I think oh, at some point, like uh, you know, uh, Clark is going to see his dilated pupils, and it's going to be like, you know, what what are you on? You're taking something, whatever. You know, this it's going to be quite funny. So, that oh is yeah, way to they kind of uh, get around
1: it. they killed two of the Supermen of America as well already, it was pretty quick. So we knew they were going to be cannon fodder for uh, Bizarro for so. Bizarro,
0: yeah yeah um i mean th- you know they do you know that one of the other guys um do you know? I, I don't know if you remember like in the eighties there was always this this uh dude who would turn up and he he was like a teenager um who would turn up in literally every single like three ninjas and turtles and like literally every single martial arts thing that you could think of he's like an american um asian american dude and it's like do you remember i don't know if you can remember he had like life. a long mullet he had him like a mullet like kind a of picture, haircut yeah, and stuff. if might. you saw a picture then you kind of know but that dude could almost be his son right <laughs> he looks he looks really similar. he's got the mullet going it's like literally like that dude who is the superman of america who's left i was thinking wow this guy looks super similar to that other guy even the, the haircut and everything man so the what what do you think that chain is um, I think Ex- it's just uh, uh, yeah, power. yeah, yeah. I think that's basically it. So Bizarro is obviously made in a lab underground, um, you know, and basically like he he needs some way of taking power. And I think it's going to be some kind of like Ultraman kind of deal, you know. So like Ultraman didn't gain his power from the sun; he gained it from kryptonite. And I think this guy probably gains his power from Superman, but doesn't have any direct power pa- that he can gain from the sun and i think that's probably what they're going to end up using against it um one thing that annoys me more than anything in this show literally like i i, I can't watch it sometimes in this come <laughs> when i see this is why the hell has he got a five o'clock shadow right it's like dude why like literally like if i saw you know if you saw clark and then you saw superman and it's like both these dudes are like five days unshaven or whatever right yeah. it's like mate yeah. at least try and <laughs> camouflage yourself like slightly like it's like he's basically making no effort to be like okay i'm gonna go to my trailer i'm gonna have a nice shave whatever i'm gonna you know, go you know go and do... it's just like mate come on you know you know some people
1: they do have that thing yeah. where their faces look gray you know when they're, yeah. when they're kind of like but you do expect man to be clean shaven, especially like the old donna ones where even when whichever was When was it? Superman 3? When the bad one came along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when they gave him the stubble to kind of emphasize he was the bad one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly, because everybody with stubble is bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because he was meant to be like... The whole point of having stubble in these shows is like you're not looking after yourself. Yeah. The same way that that Superman was not looking after himself, basically. So, yeah, it was... I don't know average episode, but let's see, let's see, let's see how it progresses there, uh, there later on, man.
1: Um, um I don't quite mention. I haven't finished watching it, but because I was we started recording mm. this, but I started watching that Catwoman Hunted, okay, animated, and um, so far it's actually pretty interesting because it's different than all the other DC animated films in that it looks like they've genuinely gone to a Japanese studio to not just okay. animate it, but also direct it. So it actually has genuine anime vibes to it the way it looks mm-hmm. and some of the interactions in it. It, it yeah so i'm actually very interested to see where this one goes because uh yeah very different i like that
0: yeah i a th- unique I, style to it i know? didn't even know it was out so I, I think i will go and check that mission out there yeah. um have you checked out uh star wars ronin yet no not yet not yet so yeah so because i've been listening to i've listened to about 40 minutes or so of this 12 out was 13 hours long basically right? this thing um so yeah i've just been listening to the the first like you know 40 minutes or or so of it pretty damn good like all like all the other ones man so um and and the first 40 minutes is pretty much all the stuff that we saw in in the thing so that means that they've got literally 12 hours wow. of additional stuff which is different to to that kind of bit so um yeah it goes goes you know hasn't quite gone much further than than that there in the in the bits that i've listened to, right, definitely, getting um, to that, definitely get into that and we'll talk we'll try and review it for you guys there uh you know because it's it's a it's a long thing and it is like you know it's one of those things i was kind of starting it and i was like I, I just want to keep this thing there just yeah. continuously man. so on those commutes it'll be it'll be a good thing so um we've got uh the Batman, which is coming out in how many days now it's six now, right so it's twenty two plus four, twenty six days um time uh which is apparently tracking for a hundred and fifty million opening it's gonna be um big. which is big right <laughs> which yeah. is very very big man. um so yeah and I guess that 's worldwide rather than just you know the u s or yeah. domestic box office or whatever um, so that is interesting man i i 've actually like you know um I, I sometimes go into go to London and stuff there to to work, and for the first time i 've actually seen like loads of posters based on like one thing, just like loads of advertising just like everywhere, man. I went into central London just like batman posters everywhere like literally just on you know uh, riddler posters you know the just like one that is just literally red and just says the batman on it in black and then march the fourth it's like wow literally like that is your advertising yeah. for this so they're obviously going quite heavy on the advertising for this uh, this thing and even though it does have a smaller budget than some of the others a hundred million budget as opposed to to some of the others like b v s which is four hundred apparently um, I guess they 're spending a lot of money on the uh, on on the advertising like uh, you know like big time so they're they're probably expecting this to be uh you know to to go quite big. But given given what I, what I heard David Goyer say about Warner Brothers executives, I, I had no uh yeah. um you know no idea. So And given um, what, have, about
1: to, what we're about to get into, I'm actually curious to see how people out after the first week, what how it's gonna be perceived by the public. So should we get into it? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. All right. So uh shout out to our inside agent. Let's, we'll just refer to you as that. Thank you, yeah. sir. So, yeah, they, they got to see a test screening of it, I presume. And uh, this is what we said. We gave them some questions, me and us. And this is what we had to say. So, me. Uh, did you see the three-hour or four-hour cut? Yeah, Get comfortable, guys, because there's a lot here. So, <laughs> I saw the theatrical cut. The The story proper is nearly three hours because of fairly short credits, as it's relatively lower budget, like you said, $100 million, with little CGI, and action set pieces. I could already see audiences complaining about it being too long and boring, but it unfolds like a true crime detective story, with clues leading to other clues, leading to a web of corruption. Despite the budget, the cinematography looks meticulous, like a David Fincher movie. It's not the typical ser- ser- superhero movie aimed at kids. It would be like taking your kiss to see Zodiac or Seven. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not <laughs> a massive amount of action. But you know, we people that say it's gonna be yeah, yeah, people say they want a detective movie and it looks mm-hmm. like that's what we're getting for real. Yeah, I think that's gonna
0: be uh, cause, cause I saw some tweets that somebody wrote about, you know, who's about somebody else who'd seen it. who said that it's going to be controversial. And I think that's probably going to be the main point mm. is that people going to be like, there's going to be a lot of people going to be like, oh, it's a Batman film. And it's like, like, you know, I said, so, I said what my mum said when she saw the trailer she's like oh Batman shouldn't be like sinister or oh, yeah, like you yeah. know like you know it because she's thinking of obviously the 1966 yeah. Adam West Batman yeah. right but there's going to be a lot of people who are who are looking at this thinking right I just want Batman to beat up the Joker and things like that however when you look at the Joker success and that being mainly a psychological kind of you know uh kind of uh, going into his Character mindset piece. and stuff yeah. like that and rated r and that and rated r and that made a billion 18. i got to kind of think okay maybe there is some legs to this um so yeah carry on
1: man. okay two how is patterson's bruce wayne and his batman patterson is doing a share. Shower reclusive reclusive take as a, of a solitary band who was more comfortable masked than unmasked there is no bruce wayne playboy persona at all he barely speaks to alfred he is shy and aloof and the film shows from the start how he behaves like a serial killer and how his actions mirror that of the riddlers this batman is unpolished in his skills he's knocked out unconscious at least three times although to be fair he's surrounded by fogs not far off from the guys wearing hockey pants in The Dark night. So He's basically on their level in terms of you know oh like really knowing what God. he's doing he's new to it. Oh so he's, yeah, he's new to it. Yeah, yeah, he's asking. The film is bookend. This is interesting with his internal monologue like the comics. So at the beginning mm-hmm. and the end, which I wish there was more of. He says, so that's interesting. Like, again, like a. Detective yeah noir. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, where yeah it always starts with the detective you know talking at the beginning and then wrapping things up at the end so that's that's interesting. yeah like a um, sin city yeah. kind of you know kind of kind of
0: style which kind of intrigues me man because like yeah i mean you know sin city had that overall kind of you know narrative kind of thing there as well i think um i think that idea of you know Batman just being completely kind of off his rocker um, is another one that's going to be controversial on some people because some people are going to be like, what the hell? But actually, if you think about it, if a dude dressed up like that, right yeah. Yeah. went out every night right <laughs> went out every night and just started beating people up and say ask like you know like because uh, when you when you see like the dark night and stuff and you're like oh yeah he's the, he's the world's greatest detective dude literally grabs people and it's just like just like tell me where they yeah. are Whereas, <laughs> exactly it's like that's not detective <laughs> that is basically threatening people yeah. until you get an answer you know what i mean so yeah um i, I could i could i could un- understand it man so
1: yeah Three. Do they play out the Murder Alley incident again? Low. No. Thomas and Martha Wayne do factor into the story, although do not expect anything on the level of the Telltale Batman games. The film assumes you already know who the Batman is, although there is a character arc to his purpose in Gotham. Okay. Interesting. Four. Are other Rose Gallery villains teased? Briefly, Including someone wearing a lot of prosthetic makeup, which is partially obscured but looks like a cross between a human and a possum, and will probably disturb children. <laughs> I don't know who the hell that human and be. a possum.
0: Okay, now <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking this is this is to tease into...
1: Rat catcher and the weasel, <laughs> right. oh it weasel. Weasel. <laughs> be mate. weasel, yeah. make weasel the uh, Nick Fury of the DC
0: universe <laughs> oh, of all my the God, that would be amazing. That would be amazing.
1: Oh uh, my goodness, yeah. Okay, would you say it's darker than Nolan's Dark Knight? It's a cliche to say, but this movie makes the Dark Knight look like Batman '89 oh wow it is okay. ultra serious with no jokes or quips seen in the nolan or batman movies although batman and catwoman scenes are quite melancholy like batman returns or the long halloween i say it's closest to the comics as it is mostly people talking but even the comics have some humor the dialogue and tone is very dry and depressing written realistically with nothing as quotable as nolan's lofty dialogue It is a homage to Seven visually and structurally, perhaps to a fault, as Seven is a better film in my opinion. And I think the story is uh, burdened by the PG-13 rating, as well as a homage to Detective and Mafia movies. The Police Commissioner uh, resembles Marlon Brando's Don Corleone, Penguin resembles Al Capone in The Untouchables, and Falco, uh, Carmine Falco, resembles Michael Corleone in The Godfather 3 mm-hmm so i don't You've know the that... the three yeah <laughs> okay yeah. So that's probably just physicality i don't know don't think that's a necessarily we've had a characters act but we, we don't know we don't know but yeah it makes uh it makes the dark I look
0: like batman 89 that's uh, yeah exactly ooh. exactly I c- honestly man some people are gonna hate this i'm telling you that's, some what, people are that's what i'm now after the first week this um yeah i think it's i think I, I think you're going to get it's going to get crazy box office to start off with, Yeah. right? And but it's not going to get repeat viewings, right? Because you're basically going to have, um, you know, say like with Spider Man, mm. um, you know, you basically get that high of going in everybody's cheering, all this kind of stuff, and it's like like a junkie, you've got to get that high again, right? So it's like people just go back in and and try and get it, and obviously it's not the same, so you go in there again. I think in a film like this, it's going to be a lot more difficult for somebody to go in uh, and watch it there again, although I do think... When it comes out on streaming again, forty—I think it's yeah. something. Yeah, I think it's going to go crazy because people are just going to watch it
1: like mad. It's kind like, one of those things that you can. Yeah, when you think of films like Seven and Zodiac, as great as those films are, which I love, love those films, you don't necessarily want to jump back in straight away to watch them again. It takes a minute to process it and to be in the headspace to go that deep into like a really hmm. serious, ultra serious, depressing world. Um, I
0: like. I I like the idea what he was saying there before where it was like, um, so it's one of the things that I always hate in films is the fact that you just get this overpowered protagonist, right? Who, there's no kind of uh, likelihood of them. Yeah, no danger or anything like that. The fact he gets knocked out twice makes me think this guy is suicidal because he's basically wants to get killed by these villains. And that's the reason why he's kind of doing it because he's never got over that thing with his parents Mm. and and stuff like that there, basically. Um, So, yeah. uh,
1: Yeah, carry on, man. Yeah. um, This one was something I asked because I heard that the rating part of the description of the, even though it's PG 13, some of the ratings said there was like mildly sexual situations. So I asked yeah, him whether yeah. there was like a, a, a sex scene in there, whether it's true or not. And he said, no, there's no sex scenes. A lot of romantic chemistry between Batman and Selina, or way more romantic chemistry between Batman and Selina mm. than there was between the Icarus no, and Cersei. So oh I asked him, where, asked him whether if there was a sex scene, how does it compare to the, the Eternal okay, Monster, okay, whether it's okay. as pointless as that one. But he okay. says like nah, nah. But they've got better chemistry than those two. Um, he said he, f- he felt in the same vein as uh Michael Keaton and Michelle Farr from Batman Returns, which they do chemistry in our film, so that's mm-hmm. cool. How much catwoman's how much of Catwoman's backstory do we see? Mostly is exposition. Her backstory and character motivations are intertwined with the plot. But I'd say 95% of the time we're following Batman and Bruce. Or Bruce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now into your ones that you watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it link to anything else? Example, Joker. It is standalone with no ties either to the DC, EU, or other DC films. So, no connection. Yeah. To that. Okay. Because there was a thing there before where they were saying like
0: there's two endings or something, and potentially like, you know, they've had, um, you know, one of the endings there was teasing like a joke or something and I guess that's in the four hour cut with people <laughs> who probably not want to watch uh, so
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. wow yeah. Mm. and then um, you asked do the trailers show the story uh, the trailers do spoil a lot particularly the action scenes as this is not an action or superhero movie This in brackets it's main, it is mainly Batman and Gordon following a string of clues as the main plot with Catwoman's story as a subplot but then he does say the trailer is definitely meant to mislead. So trying to erase everything about it before going in. It is momentarily, oh, I was momentarily confused at one point because of my preconceptions of the trailers. So I mm-hmm. guess the action intensity that the trailers have, it literally shows every action beat that is going to be in the film. Yeah, no yeah, other, yeah. Uh, there's no other yeah. surprise fight or action scene that we're not going to wouldn't have seen which it is
0: why movie. some of the reviews are going to be off because basically like it's selling the film as this action kind of you know yeah. film and stuff and it's not gonna it's not gonna be like that it's gonna be more like arty and like uh you know um kind of which, based which we, on that kind of thing
1: which we had clues of when last week when we were talking about how reeve said that you know when he read um mm. batman script you know that was more of a traditional dark action yes action movie where he didn't want to do that
0: yeah yeah, like yeah so there's really gonna be an it. even biggest bigger split in the in dc fandom that they're <laughs> i going to want more more people gonna be like bring the back, back like, Bob, oh, because you know he's he had a very action-based script and this is like too dark and you know i think um i think there's gonna be from what um what the source is saying uh should we think of something i'm thinking something else i'm thinking of calling the oracle or something so uh so what this um what he's saying um it basically seems like they obviously are taking some comic book kind of stuff um but at the same time it's kind of like where you had the joker film where it's like we're putting the joker name on it to forward this film more than being a straight up following you know the comic books version of joker Um, and that could have been anyone but because it was joker more people saw it i think kind of with this there as well it's kind of like okay we're following that um you know that that batman kind of template and i think i think maybe maybe if they stated this is like black label or something like that like So it's kind of like You know like the Aquaman stuff And Shazam and all that Okay that's DC right mm-hmm. And then you've got DC Black Label Presents yeah. The Batman right So it's kind of like then it's like Okay now you know that this is a different Take on it and stuff like that Because there are so many people Who don't read any comic books Anyway who are going to have their idea Of the way that they want this thing to be right? Mm-hmm. Their idea of how how they want something to be shown and stuff like that. So there's a lot of kind of information that has come out from the book because some people have now read the book as well, which I can't bloody get hold of, right? Because I've, I've tried. But there is a prequel book of, um, which is called Before the Batman, which is coming out here on March the 1st, and the film comes out on March the 4th. It gives us a lot more information about uh bruce so basically he was a street racer from the age of 16 and built the batmobile himself to make it the fastest car that it could do yeah. um so that it would beat other street racers like leave them for dust basically that's the reason why he made it um his suit the reason why it's you know when he walks through that thing and there's machine guns hitting it and stuff is there's some experimental metal that it's made out of um, and that can def- deflect machine gun
1: bullets. But what about your face, mate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the uh, concussive force of getting hit. That's what people always said about the uh, BVS when athlete gets hit, shot in the head at point blank range. Like, sure, it could be bulletproof, but just the impact on your skull, man, will rattle your brain and you'd be concussed yeah. straight away. It
0: needs to be like absorbative if it's kind of yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Just absorbs the force. So, uh you know, so even with this, like he's getting shot with by machine guns, like just one ricochet is from there oh, to there. You know, empty space. Oh man. <laughs> you know I mean? You you're finished. So um so yeah, so there's there's that there as well. Um Alfred is X S A S um you know so so he's uh he, he's been doing that there and um and basically uh you know all the other things that the source is kind of saying about you know the the way that he is like you know super occlusive or all that kind
1: we'll of call stuff. them the oracle you are now we'll hereby known
0: as the oracle anytime you help yourself so exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, it has to be those the <laughs> those the oracle but, but not, not the barbara gordon one some some others <laughs> a, a better man. one a better one yeah so uh so yeah guys let us know what you think about that information yeah. because obviously there is quite a lot of info there.
1: It's going to be um, a shame
0: that he barely even
1: talks to Alfred. That's a shame.
0: Yeah, but I think, I, I, I don't know, is that going to change by the end? Uh, I don't know. Is... Um, yeah. I, I, I the, the kind of thing that concerns me a little bit is like when you think about Seven and, you know, Zodiac and stuff like that, it's kind of like, I understand it, but those films are obviously targeted for adult audiences mm. and because of that there's certain things that they do which is like i mean in the zodiac there's a scene where he gets his first two victims and ties them up he just like stabbing, stabbing them like him. this yeah. and then the guy's rolling around like that i mean the guy survives didn't he The didn't the yeah. guy survive or something <sighs> but Jeez. the guy survived the girl didn't survive right um and he's he just stabbing I mean, she's like rolling right it's like you can't get away with that in a bloody pg-13 unless you were the type of person who t- like uh, that made me
1: laugh the type of person the oracle said would take the kid to seven. Yeah. You know what said I mean? well, this is That's what baffles me though because they had the guts to make the joker you know 18 or, or. if this is obviously from the get-go a grown-up movie in its tone unless you know reese wanted to make this matt reese wanted to make this a pg just the way he made it from the beginning but what's the point in it being pg when kids aren't going to want to sit through this three hour talking movie detective story that they're not going to be entertained by this beyond That's that true, first but it's week it's the marketing right it's It's the, it's the yeah, it? but After that, you don't want to suddenly have all that bad will of people thinking it was one thing and then coming out crapping on it. That is true. And I are. think
0: that is going to be part of the thing that a lot of people are going to watch it and be like, oh, I thought this is going to be something else. Because um, a lot of people don't have patience, man. A lot of people yeah, just like, yeah, you know, I can't. It's,
1: it's
0: like, do, that's the, the thing. Like, like we watched, right? Let's go inside. We watched with the kids short circuit. Yesterday, because I thought, okay, wow. um, let's let's just watch like an eighties film with the kids. You know, they can, you know, because you think, okay, eighties films are kind of like a bit more harmless mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mate, this film, right? Honestly, I don't even know how my parents let me watch this. It's racist right? as hell. It's not only that. There's some of the stuff the guy's saying in there right which is so bad it's like <laughs> what the hell man i just let my 70 70- like, obviously he doesn't know what these things mean but yeah. there's a there's a bit where the dude's like sitting in there and he's talking to you know he's talking to um steve gutenberg and his the indian guy and he's like oh she she looks very nice i have a woody right now and it's like <laughs> <"Dude>, what the <sighs> fuck you talking is hey, mad He's talking about. He's like, he's like, oh, I can feel. It. It's like, what on earth, dude? This is just wrong. He's like, um, he's like, you know, when they first meet the um, when they first meet the woman, who's looking after short circuit, uh, you know, Johnny Five. He goes, he goes, I think she is a virgin. Like that is like, what the hell,
1: dude? Who wrote that? was different. He like, didn't it even was like, know. You couldn't so even guarantee wrong. that you wouldn't see like. A woman topless in a pg film back in the day because sometimes you would like, I think earth girls are easy i think i'd talk the scene in it that was the PG. yeah it's like yeah. mad. but maybe the, like, the we, fact that he's playing an indian man like that's what i didn't even realize <laughs> that, that until it. i was an adult no, no, thing. the other guy
0: yeah. But, but yeah that guy is a that guy, guy is a, yeah. he's like a he's an american dude yeah, yeah like, exactly. i was an adult when i realized that i was like hold up what it's so funny the thing is you think about it now I saw a thing there today where Aquafina has basically had to apologise because apparently she when she talks um, she kind of sound she kind of uses words that make her
1: sound like a black person in America
0: she used to be a rapper
1: she's from New York so all she's talking is New York talk, so it's just yeah. people being ultra sensitive over nothing. She's been asked to apologize about it. It's like, dude, there's a white guy with a browned up
0: face. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice to apologize. Dude, the most exaggerate, exaggerated <laughs> Indian thing I've ever seen in my life. Man, oh, man. man,
1: so wrong. So but wrong. Before we wrap up, though, if Catwoman is cool in the movie as she appears to be in the trailers, what's the ch- you know how Warner Brothers operates as well? What's the chances she gets her own? I'd say off. probably highly likely, which means that then Black Cat and Silver Sable are
0: off the table. Right. Yeah, <laughs> because, too long. Because they're yeah, because they're done for, man. They are absolutely done for. Um, so yeah, I think I think that is likely. But the question is what um what way is she portrayed in there? I mean, obviously she's doing heists and stuff like that, and I, I guess like, you know, she's breaking into things and, and they can show that there again or yeah. well, they could show a prequel version of her doing that and stuff which is cool but at the same time like if it is this ultra dark zodiac style film who the hell's gonna watch that <laughs> right? because what is the target audience for that right um you know you could uh because the, the whole the whole thing in all of this is like okay whatever you say say for example about the first suicide squad uh, it it was popular among some people like you know the, it came out just in august and then halloween came and everybody's wearing the harley quinn stuff and you know just like it's basically like that's the thing like in this i can't see that taking off in the same kind of way um al- although i'm still super super looking forward to it because i yeah. kind of you know
1: um Yeah, kind of. Still think it's going to be a good film. It's just not going to be the film that a lot of people expect it to be.
0: Well, it doesn't. The thing is, also, it doesn't need to be because then you've got the the kind of opportunity in the next one, right? That basically, okay, fine. Now. Uh, he's going to get trained a bit more like maybe uh, maybe he's speaking to Alfred a bit more he's going to get trained a bit more you know he's going to use certain tactics and stuff like that there and now he can go one-on-one with these kind of you know villains and stuff like that whereas right now his thing is basically I c- all I can do is solve crimes because I ain't got a clue uh, about how to fight somebody you know what oh, I mean yeah.
1: even though he still seems to be Doing, inflicting plenty of damage when he fights. It's a trade or anything to go away, but this will, yeah, yeah, will yeah. See in a couple
0: of weeks, yeah, we'll see in a few in a few weeks' time,
1: man. The, so, thank you, Oracle. Much appreciated. Yeah,
0: it. yeah the, the Oracle has spoken, man. And mm. uh, and as that, yeah, let's uh, say, guys, if you have anything to say about that, you can email us on dcvsmarvelpod uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, um, email uh sorry go to our facebook page which is DCVS marvel podcast um and message us on there or look at any of the stuff through there as well and also go on to the uh, youtube page which is voltron network um you can find all of our video versions of this on there as well right. um if you want to look at any other kind of movie stuff there as well you can go to ed's talking, other podcasts talking about well. the
1: movies where this week i guess we'll also kind of be going over some of these questions getting uh mole's take on it his opinion and yeah you can find uh, the video for that also on Vulture network and all podcasting platforms
0: most take is probably gonna actually be quite interesting because actually yeah. if somebody is not a comic book geek so exactly. how was he gonna he's gonna take it and i remember ages ago when when we're talking about stuff like this he didn't he didn't like dark takes of Batman. I think he was—he likes, like, he was like a comedy take or something.
1: His he's, <laughs> takes are strange. Like, he seems to, it's almost, <laughs> I think he does it on purpose. He just, opposes anybody else's opinion on or something yeah I think he gets joy out of it so we'll find out what he thinks.
0: yeah we'll see we'll see what he says so guys check out that and uh yeah we'll 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 see you again in uh in a week um with some more uh TV and movie stuff there as well and uh I might give you guys a review of uh of the uh of the Jurassic uh league if I can find oh my it God. yeah yeah please do <laughs> <laughs> all right then guys see you soon see you later. bye